Okay, it's 7.30 on Thursday night, so it's time for our uh, two Shailas. So uh, here is Shaila number one. Um, one of these Shailas was a text I got from a rabbi uh, on Long Island, and the other one was a text, that, well, not a text, was a Shaila that Rabbi Shai Shechter got and has already given a shear about, but I thought it was a good Shaila, so uh, I figured... Uh, I can also give a share about it. Um, so the Shaila that Rabbi Shai Shaftu got that I thought was a good Shaila that uh, was as follows. He said that a very nice uh, fellow, very nice couple uh, in Efrat um, owns a, a home that has a swimming pool in the basement. And uh, they figured that they have this, uh, this luxury of this uh, beautiful swimming pool. And there are all these people that are, that are displaced from, from the south that could use just like a little bit of relaxation, a little bit of respite, a little bit of time to just sort of like forget about everything else for a bit. And so they've been, they've been offering their pool, not like Swimply, no charge, you know, they've been offering their pool for, uh, for two hours at a time. For anyone who signs up, you know, first come, first serve, they sign up, you know, for the, uh, there must be like a Google Sheet or something that they sign on, and they get their, uh, they get their two hours in the pool. So a group of four friends, four women, from women, uh, you know, had reserved the pool for two hours. This fellow's wife happened to have not been home at the moment, but he opened the door and he showed them where the pool is and he closed the, you know, the, the, the door to the pool and he said, uh, you know, just uh, let yourselves out and, uh, you know, make yourself at home, whatever you want. And then he went to his home office to, to do work and he was doing work for maybe two minutes and then a siren goes off. Um, first time, apparently, the siren had gone off in a frat since October 7th. And uh, they, uh, so he ran to the, he figured they probably didn't hear it in the basement with the pool. So he went and he banged on the door and he said, there's a siren, there's a, you know, that's, that's going. So they, uh, thank God they had not yet changed out of the clothing. They're still fully dressed. Um, and they all went into the miklat. And he's sitting there with a bunch of women uh, in a closed and locked miklat. And he's thinking, uh, is this a yichud problem uh, that I'm alone here? in this Maklat. Now, uh, the Shaila happened to have been where there were four women, which is much less of a Shaila. What would the Halakha have been had it been three women, two women, one woman? Uh, is there... Uh, and and, uh, and it would, he, he wasn't sure how many women would be an issue, so he immediately got on a FaceTime, I think, with Rabbi Shai Shechter, just to, you know, just to have... Um, you know, hoping that that would save him from, uh, from, from violating the Suyichot. So that is Shaila number one. Shaila number two also related to the um, terrible Matzav, not only in Eretz Yisrael, but worldwide as, uh, you know, as a result of the, of, of the growing anti-Semitism, which we spoke about last week. Um, but I got the following Shaila. Good morning, Rabbi Leibowitz. If it's okay, I was hoping you could help with another Shaila about walking into a church. I'm working on a campaign to get the local churches to publicly support Israel, specifically for their church leaders to encourage their members to put lawn signs in front of their houses supporting America's support for Israel. The purpose behind this is twofold. Obviously, Israel could use all the support it can get, particularly from the non-Jewish world. But additionally, locally, I'm being informed that non-Frum Jews are feeling intimidated and some have even been taking down their mezuzahs. My hope is that broader support from the non-Jewish community will help the Jewish community feel safe. Might this constitute enough of a reason to permit me to meet the priest in his church building without going into the actual chapel? Obviously, a face-to-face meeting makes a greater impact than a phone call, or a Zoom for that matter. Thank you, as always, for your help. 
So that is Shaila number two. So Shaila number one, we have the Yichud Shaila uh, in the Meklat, and Shaila number two, we have the entering a church to combat anti-Semitism. Uh, God willing, in the future, we'll be able to have more cheerful Shailas, but these are the Shailas that, uh, that came up. Uh, all those who would like to have Shaila number one about the Yichud, today's Daf Yomi, Okay, all those who want to have Shaila number two about the entering the church, it looks like the in-person vote is heavily towards Shaila number two. Let's see, the Zoom vote is slightly in favor of Shaila number one. So, okay, in-person at least takes precedence. So we'll go with the in-person vote. So, okay. Um, and and Sha- Rabbi Shai Shachtu gave a beautiful shear on Shaila number one already. It's on Wayu Torah. 37 minutes on double speed, it's less than that and uh, you know you're, you're more than welcome to, uh, to to listen he had a lot of good stories in this year too not all related to this year but you know you know how he is so uh, there's a lot of, a lot of great shilas and stories interesting uh, tidbits that he added um so many of the Marmakomos that I'm going to quote are from this fantastic Sefer that I just received. It is called HaParsha BeHalacha. And essentially it is Halacha uh, Kinyanim um, arranged by Parsha Sashavua on each Parsha. And it is based on the Shiurim given over the years by Rabbi Yisachar Fran from, from Yeshiva's Nair Yisrael. Uh, he's given Halacha Shiurim in uh, Baltimore for many, many years. And this sefer was written by Rabbi Sacher Franz, so it's, uh, that's why it's based on his shiurim. So uh, I was lucky enough to secure a copy. Strongly recommend. I told Rabbi Franz, I'll put in a plug. I strongly recommend that uh, that everyone get it. It's fantastic. It's very easy to read. Very well uh, well done. Um, so uh, so anyway, so many of the Marmakovos are from there. And Parshas Ve'era, he has a piece about entering a church. So uh, you know that that's that's the uh, the discussion. Now uh, part of the issue is what exactly is the halachic status of a church? Is it a base avodazara? Is it a bayis sha'ovdim ba avodazara? Is there a difference between them? So he doesn't get into that. Meaning uh, whether there's a difference between a uh, base avodazara. What do I mean by base avodazara? Base avodazara normally means that there is an actual avodazara that is housed in that place. Meaning if you go uh, touring around India, which I do not recommend, but if you were to do that, every city you go into, every little village that you go into, is named after an avodazara. And that Avodazara actually lives, or whatever, is in the uh, in the temple in that uh, in that city. So the cities are all named after the Avodazaras, which are actual things that exist in the. Uh, now that's not the way a church works. You know they have uh, whatever the, you know the the. The yizel, uh, you know, on the, on the on the wall, but that's not. They don't worship. Uh, they don't. They don't worship that. They don't. Uh, meaning, that's just a symbol of uh, the crucifixion or whatever. It's not. It's not uh, the actual. Uh, you know, unless Shatz pointed out, there are some people that don't understand their own religion. We have Jews that don't understand Judaism, and they have plenty of Christians that don't understand Christianity. And some of the lower class, less educated people uh, may actually worship the uh, you know the symbols. Of the uh, of the religion, but it's not a bias that houses the Avodah It's a bias within which people worship Avodah but the Avodah is not there to uh, to be worshipped. But they worship the, the in, within that bias. That's an interesting question. As I always recall when I talk about issues relating to a church, I once got a, a call from from someone that uh, the Pittsburgher Rebbe, I think, had a shaila um, from. Uh, from a woman who was uh, who was commissioned, who, who who won the bid to build Mel Gibson's church. Mel Gibson is a famous Hollywood actor, famous anti-Semite, um, and to her Kimat synonymous. Um, and uh, and and he was uh, he he's, he made a 
a movie uh, about uh, whatever. Uh, bottom line is, he was building a church, and uh, and they had a lot of different architects bid on who gets to uh, be the architect. And a Jewish woman won the, won the bid, and she asked the Pittsburgh Rebbe whether she's allowed to do it, whether she's allowed to be the architect for the church. So uh, I think it was the Pittsburgh Rebbe. So he called his brother-in-law, I think, the Rebbe from Cedars, Rebbe Spiegel, was maybe his brother-in-law, and said, asked, and, and was ta- discussing the Shiloh with him, and he said, and uh, Rebbe Spiegel said, you got to speak to Rav Herschel Shechter, he's the only one that could ask him such a Shiloh. So I got a call from someone, can you get in touch with the Shechter, because Rabbi Spiegel wants to get in touch on behalf of the Pittsburgh Rebbe, on behalf of the woman that, uh, so I don't know, I don't know if the Pittsburgh Rebbe asks for Shechter, all of his Shailas, <laughs> like, a, I don't think so, I, I don't know, maybe they think like, you need a Y.U. Rosh Hashimah to Paskin Zara, I don't know, I'm not sure what I don't know what the uh, what, what, what the was exactly, but that's uh, you know, um, anyway so the, uh, so that was, that's the Shaila I always think of, but that's not the Shaila we're talking about now um, The another issue is, you know, is there a difference between entering the sanctuary and entering the other rooms, you know, the kiddush room. They probably don't call it that, but you know, like the the uh, reception hall. hall, Thank you. Um, They often have uh, other things that go on in the church. For example, just got to Shiley yesterday, actually, uh, that uh, someone who's in uh, graduate school, um, maybe it's a ID program or something like that, and one of their assignments is they have to go to an AA meeting, and AA meetings typically happen in churches. Um, you can find AA meetings in shuls also, but not as common as finding them in uh, in churches. You can find them sometimes in JCCs and other types of community centers. But the easiest place to find them is in a church. So we want to know, can you go to a church to be in an AA meeting? Rabbi Dr. Abraham J. Tversky used to say that every person should have on their bucket list to attend an AA meeting. That it's like a very educational, inspiring, and important thing for a person to see. To uh, to be in an AA meeting, I haven't yet uh, haven't yet done it, but uh, that's what uh, that's what he says. So that's what he used to say. Um, then there's also a question of: Is there a difference which door you enter? Like, is it only probably going through the big doors in the front or the side door the same? Um, is there a difference between whether you go in there during services or you go in during a different time? So most of these questions, it happens to be, uh, Rabbi Friend does not discuss many of these details because the, the focus of his piece was really just about, you know, more broadly entering a church, wasn't about uh, the detail of going in for another purpose, for another meeting, although he did cover some of those details toward the end of his, uh, of his, of his shtickle. Uh, there is a Gemara in Avod, a Mishnah in Avod Zara, in Dafir Aleph, where the Mishnah says that an ear sheyeshba avodos kochavim ma'ulei lechlosham, are you allowed to go to an ear sheyeshba avodos kochavim? And the Mishnah says, b'zman sheyderech miyuchadus also makom aser, a city that has an avodah when there is a path that leads directly for that city, if the road leads to that city, you're not allowed to go there, and certainly you're not allowed to go into the city. Um, but if the road also leads to another city, and the city that has an avodah is just one of the stops on the highway, then it's okay to go on that road. And Rashi writes that the Mishnah is talking about Dafka Biyom Edom, Dafka on a day that they're having a uh, avodah celebration, and the implication of Rashi is that on other days, it would be mutter to go on the road that leads to the Avodah city, that it's only us to go on the road that leads to the Avodah city on the time of their holiday. So why? What would be the issue with going on the road that leads to the Avodah city on the day of the Avodah holiday? So Rashi says that it's Mishum Chashad, 
because it looks like he's going to violate the desire. Everyone's going to be choshesh. So what are you doing? Why are you going there? Oh, it must be because you're interested in, 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 in worshiping the Avodah like everybody else is on that big day of, uh, of Avodah Zarah. The Ritva, however, quotes Yesh Omrim, that even if nobody will think you're violating Avodah Zarah, um, by providing an audience to the Avodah Zarah, you're creating a sense of covet for the Avodah Zarah. Just by making it more of a thing. You know, Lahavdil, if you've ever uh, walked to the, uh, to, to the Kotel on Shavuos morning or on, or on uh, Hoshana Rabbah morning, you know, one of those big days where like thousands and thousands of people, you know, go to the Kotel and like you get caught up in, or even just for a couple of Shabbos, right? And like you're walking through the old city and you get caught up with, uh, with hundreds and hundreds of people walking in one direction. It's so inspiring because it's like this great Kvot Shemayim. So you don't want to give that to the Avodah You don't want to be participating in giving that sense of an audience and that sense of a crowd and that sense of kavod to an Avodah That would be a very terrible thing to do. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, it, it's, it's an interesting idea. Ramosha has in the tshuva, um, where Ramosha writes that uh, even for Chil Shabbos, you know, what, what if you're invited to a bris on Shabbos of none from people? Happens all the time, right? So my brother's a Moel, so he get often will be asked to do a bris on Shabbos. Uh, my brother's in Northern California, so there are a lot of Israelis who are not Torah observant that live there, but they have a baby. They want to uh, they want to do a bris, so they'll, they'll want to do the Brit Milah on Shabbos, and they'll ask my brother to come and do it. But there's going to be non-kosher food there, and there's going to be a photographer, and there's going to be Chol Shabbos all over the place. So uh, Ramosha has a chuva where he says that one is not supposed to even provide an audience for Chil Shabbos. Just by providing an audience, by making it something, by getting eyeballs on something, that's a way of showing covered for something. So this Ritva says something similar. Just by, by, by giving this atmosphere of a crowd around what's going on with the Avodah Zarah, that, is, uh, that itself is fundamentally problematic. But that's all within Shitas Rashi, which is that the whole concern is Biyom Edom, and it's Mishum Chashad. So what's the Chashad? That, that, that it's all, only Biyom Edom. And Rashi says Mishum Chashad, and the Ritva says not Mishum Chashad, but, but that you're going to be giving honor on the day of their great celebration. The Rambam, however, disagrees. The Rambam in Perish Mishnayis understands the Gemara entirely differently. He says, it has nothing to do with their, their holiday. It's not talking about their holiday. The Mishnah says, you're not allowed to go into a city that has an Avodah Zarah. No, it doesn't, the Mishnah didn't say on their holiday. Um, and, and if you're not allowed to go into a city that has an Avodah Zarah, you're certainly not allowed to go into a base Avodah Zarah. The Rambam writes, Ulufichach, yesh lo da'as. He says, you therefore need to know, that any city that has a base of of Christians, you're not allowed to pass through such a city uh, purposely, and certainly you're not allowed to live in such a city. So no Jew is allowed to live in any city that has a church. Um, so that is very, very limiting, right? To not live in such, you would literally have to live in a Muslim country, um, you know, that doesn't allow Christians or Jews in, in order to live in a city that doesn't have a church. So how does one pull such a thing off? So the Rambam says, yeah, it's hard. Um, the Rambam writes, Aval Hashem asarnu biyadeim atshenadurba arehem bal karchenu lekayim yudo harab. That we end up doing this terrible thing because we have to live there. 
V'imzehu din e'ir kavachomu l'din beis avodazara atzmo shekimat asur lahabitbo v'koshken l'karevilah v'koshken l'ikarnesilah So, okay, what can we do? But whatever you can do, you can do. Meaning, you can't avoid the city that has an avodazara in it. But you know what you can do? You can avoid going into the base of avodazara. You can avoid getting too close to the to the to the the uh, the base of Aldazara and Shulchanarch and Yardeas and Kuf Memtes if Al Shulchanarch quotes the Salacha like Rashi, but then the Shach quotes the Rambam that it's usher to enter into the city and certainly into the base of Aldazara itself. So uh, it would seem that even Rashi, of course, would agree they not allowed to go into the base of Aldazara. Rashi was talking about that what's limited to the the, the, the holiday that the Yisra of going into the city. That has an avodah but everyone would agree it's also to go into a base of avodah But the Rambam is so strong that he holds it's technically even also to go into the city, but uh, and certainly to live in the city. But to the extent possible, you have to avoid an actual base of avodah um, And we certainly assume that Christianity is avodah Now, uh, the Gemara in avodah zara Daf says that we're obligated to distance ourselves from a, ve- a base of avodah even when there's no chashash that you're going to do avodah because harcheik me'alecha derachecha, the Pazik says, and that refers to minus. Um, and the Gemara says, so how far do you have to stay away? Four amos. And then the Gemara tells a story that Rabbi Hanina and Rabbi Yonason were walking down a road, and there was a fork in the road. And one, you know, there's signs like this way to that, you know, right? So one sign said, base of Odazara, and the other, the other sign, the other arrow said, um, base zonos. So uh, they're like, hmm, which way should we go when your two choices are Beis Avodazara and a Beis Zonos? So uh, they had a debate what to do. So one Amora suggested we should go toward the Avodazara because the Yetzar Haraf Avodazara has already been shechted. We don't really have such Yetzar Haraf Avodazara. So why tempt ourselves with the Yetzar Haraf or Arayos? That doesn't seem like a wise move. So let's go toward the Beis Avodazara. And the other one said, no, let's go to the Beis Zonos, toward, toward the Beis Zonos because Dafka because there's Yetzar Haraf it, and that way we're going to get great schar for overcoming our Yetzar Hara, which generally speaking is a terrible idea, um, right? You don't want to put yourself in a position where you're going to be tempted to do something that's actually a very appealing Avera to you uh, in the hopes that you'll have the koach to overcome it, and particularly with the Avera of Znus. Today's Dav Yomi, we, uh, we, the Gemara told like five stories of holy, holy Tanoim and Amoraim that, uh, that, 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 that uh, you know, uh, had a majorly difficult time with uh, with these with these kinds of things, with this kind of yetzerah in a given moment. However, you interpret that gemara, whatever you think the message is, but the message for us certainly is that we shouldn't trust ourselves with these things. But anyway, that was the machlokas that they had. So in uh, in Tosos, Tosos on the spot. Tosa says that from the fact that one Amora would prefer to go to base zonos tells you just how terrible it is to go to the base of Odazara. Right, so, so you see that it's an Isra Gomer to go to the base of Adazar. Now you might say, you know, that's a bad diuk. Meaning because, why is it a bad diuk? Because he explained why he wanted to go to the base Zonos. He said, I want to go there because I want to tempt the Yetzirah. I want to overcome the Yetzirah. And I want to get schar for overcoming I want to schar for overcoming the Yetzirah. So the Maram, in the back of the Gemara, in the bottom of the Marsha, Maram and that also says, yeah, but it's only a debate if they're both us. Meaning, it, it can't be that uh, it's totally mutter to go in one direction, usher to go in the other direction, and you can go in the usher direction and tempt yourself, and uh, you know, with the Yetzir Hara, when you had a totally mutter out, when you had a totally mutter way, it's in fact a beferish Gemara like that, in Masechus Bab Basra, where the Gemara says that, um, that if a person 
has another way to go and they walk by the, uh, the water, the river, where women are doing the laundry and their sleeves are rolled up and things like that, and they're not uh, maybe dressed uh, properly. So the Gemara says that the person who chooses to go in that direction is a Russia. Not if he's mistakel, that's obvious. If he's not, even if he's not mistakel, by choosing to go in that direction when there's a mutter way to go. So that's what Maram says, that's the diuktosis is making. If there was a mutter way to go, it would be absolutely us, there's no way in Amora would ever make, make the argument that it's better to go to the Bezonos. So it must be that it's an Iser. Shulchan Aruch and Simon Kovnun, Seif Aleph writes, Mitzvah Lisrachik, Midarech Avodos Kochavim, Dalit Amos. Nowadays, Dark Yitzhuva quotes the Rav Chaim Palaji in Shut Chaim Biyad, Simon Chavav, that even though Bisman Hazer, Ovdi Avodazara aren't really sincere and they're just doing Minagavaseim Biyadeim, uh, but nevertheless, the, it doesn't change the status of the base of Avodazara, of the house of worship having a din of a base of Avodazara. Um, and even if they didn't, he said, it's still a srach tuma misitra achra. Um, so, you know, bad stuff. It is uh, not, not a good thing for a Jew to be in such a place. Now, what if you really need to go? What if there's like a major need? Like how big of a need would there be? Uh, this came up during the, uh, the Holocaust where Jews were hiding in churches uh, in order to save their lives. Uh, many of them uh, pretending to be Christians and many of them giving their children to be, uh, to be protected in churches in order to save their lives. So the Torah quotes Arashba that going into a makam of Adzar is Yaharig Valiavar. You have to die rather than do it. As Roshachta points out, we don't judge people who did this, but technically speaking, it's according to the Torah in the name of the Rashba, it's wrong. It's also it's Yarg Baliavar, you have to die rather than, uh, than than go into the church. And he proves it from a Brisa in Avadzar Dafyid Bays, where the Brisa says you're not allowed to bend down to drink from a spring of water in front of an Avadzara because it looks like you're being Mishtachavel Avadzara. And the Gemara says, and that's true even if you're gonna die, even if you're mamish dying of thirst. I just got really thirsty very suddenly. But uh, even even if uh, if you're if you're dying of thirst, you're not allowed to do that because it looks like you're being mishtach of a level desire. The run quotes those who disagree, and he says, "Now the case of the mayan of the spring of water." Over there, it looks like you're actually bowing because you're like bending down in front of the Avodah That's much worse. And even in the case where you would actually die, you'd, you'd, he says you'd be allowed you'd be allowed to drink. The case in the Gemara is that you're going to die later, not that you're going to die right now. Um, and the rush in the Chuvan Kal Yotesim and Yudzayin says that you're allowed to go to escape a threat to your life. You're allowed to go into a base of Avodah And he says, you know, even though the Gemara says you're not in Pesachim, you're not allowed to be misrape ba'atzei asheira, which means you're not allowed to use Avodah for refuah even. If you're deathly ill, so it's Yari Val Yavar, says that's because if you're using Atse Asherah and it works, you're going to say, wow, this uh, Avodazara has special powers and you're going to actually come to worship the Avodazara. If you hide in a church because it's a building where no one's going to catch you, you're not going to attribute the uh, being caught to the, 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 not being caught or not being killed to the powers of the Avodazara. You'll just attribute it to the fact that, uh, you know, they uh, even uh, um, our enemies uh, sometimes have uh, red lights that they won't cross and they don't want to desecrate a church or for whatever uh, whatever other um, uh, reason they, you'll be safe that way. Anyway, Shulchan Aruch Paskins like the Rush, and the ta- meaning like the Rush that, that, it's, that, that it's mother to save your life. And the Taz explains it's different from drinking from, uh, from, the, from the Mayan, but it's, a, it's at least a major machlokas when it comes to Bikwach Nefesh, machlokas Rishonim. What about just to avoid that? So is this that? Is this Bikwach Nefesh? In our case? Not meaning it's it's 
a little too distant from actual pikuach nefesh to be considered pikuach nefesh. Right? Meaning, uh, Rav Asher pointed out that a lot of times there are things that are tangentially related to pikuach nefesh that don't even rise to suffix pikuach nefesh because you have to make a few leaps till you get to the point of it actually being pikuach nefesh. So yes, is it true that a rise in anti-Semitism is dangerous and that um, you know people could get killed from it? Yes, but is it? Uh, does it, can you necessarily draw a line from this one rabbi's meeting with a priest to people putting up lawn signs? To hopefully, once people put up lawn signs, people realizing uh, the bad guys realizing that they shouldn't start up with the Jews because there are too many uh, non-Jews that are in fa- It's it's too 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 long of a line, too many lines to draw to get to pikuach uh, nefesh. There is a discussion in poskim. What about for a hefsid mamon? And all the poskim pretty much are um, are machmir about that. There's even a discussion that comes up. What about for eva? And this comes up every once in a while. A head of state dies and they want representatives of every religion at the funeral in a church in Westminster Abbey or whatever, and something like that um, is a chief rabbi, for example allowed to go so uh, that's a very, very uh, um, you know, problematic issue it's a fraught question there's a chub in the Priya Sadin where he was asked about that exact question and he responded that it's categorically forbidden. And he says, if you go, you're chote b'kaflayim, because it's not Israel d'avodazara, and the funeral is kiyom edom, it's like a holiday, because they're doing a major religious service where thousands of people are coming, mm-hmm. so it has the din of yom ayir. And he says, al kolpanim lo gara michukas goy sha'asir. He says, "Malanu lisayivimam biyom sumchasam beinlanu beinlacham miyaker shem elilim gadol mizeh laharosu listamoslam." That you're just giving honor to the elilim, not a good idea. Um, Rav, Rav Shechter told me when I was asking about this yesterday that Rav Itzla Petterberger, I think he said Rav Itzla Petterberger left Saint Petersburg, which is how he got the name Petterberger because um, he was in St. Petersburg in, uh, in Russia, all the way, all the way up north, mm-hmm. where it didn't really get dark in the summertime. That's a whole other issue, what Ravitzel Petersburg would do about Shabbos. But, uh, but he, he was living in St. Petersburg, and he left because there were so many people that were converting to Christianity that in order to get women gitten from their now Meshumad husbands, he had to keep on going into churches to find the husbands to write their wives a get, and he just couldn't take it anymore. So he uh, so he left. That's the uh, that's the story that he said. Um, now the, the the most common reasons for entering a church are for elections, um, for uh, architecture. If you're you know to, you're taking an art class or an architecture class, and you you're supposed to see these different things. So there are posts that discuss all of these things. There are some posts that are makele about the elections because the elections typically do not take place in the sanctuary and they don't take place during church hours, during hours of services. They take place at other times. So posts are often makele about, uh, about elections. Other posts are machmir about the elections, about going in to, uh, to vote in a, uh, in a church. Or Moshe is about using a church gym uh, for kids to play ball. And they rent out the gym. You know, so can you rent out the gym from the church? So Rav Moshe writes that uh, it's vadayaser, and he says even if there are no crosses or anything, harchek meila drachech ksiv. It says zuminos v'amesisim v'amadichim heim harbe v'nim samishan biyose. He says it, when when it's a religion that looks to proselytize and it looks to uh, uh, you know uh, redeem us and uh, you know. Uh, 
it's the least safe place in the world to be is around the church. You don't think there's gonna there's a chance that a priest is gonna be really nice and shoot some hoops with the kids and then like it's it's the least safe place in the world that you could uh, that you could be from a spiritual perspective. Rav Moshe says it's a terrible idea. Interestingly to me, Rav Menashe Klein in the Mishnah Halachos is makeup on on using the gym of a church uh, with certain conditions. Anyway, at the end of the day, since our time is up, um, the rabbi that asked me this question told me he got a hold of Rabbi Willick, and Rabbi Willick said as long as it's not during church hours and he doesn't go into the sanctuary, he just goes into the priest's office, that it would be mutter. Um, I asked Rav Shechter. Rav Shechter said the same, but he also added that you're not allowed to go through the front door that there's got to be a side door, it can't be something that even looks like that you would be going, because the front door is normally the most direct entrance to the, uh, whatever they call it, the sanctuary, I don't know if that's what you call it, but to the main, you know, to the place where they do their thing. So that's uh, so that that would be us. He said you'd have to go through a side door to get to the uh, the priest's office. The rabbi said that may, that may be a little tricky because with security measures and things like that, now every building that has a thousand entrances and exits, they only have one that's in use because of security uh, issues, right? We know this from Lahavdil from our shuls. Um, you know, shuls used to be the most open places in the world. Anyone go at any time and just sit and learn or whatever. And now, like, uh, you have to pass the bechina on the uh, on the door. You know, uh, how many chumashim are there? In okay, there are five. And how many? You know, like you gotta you gotta. Uh, I was <laughs> I went to my shul last shop this morning. The custodian was standing outside and he's like scratching his head. He couldn't. <laughs> he's like, do you know how to decode this? <laughs> um, so uh, so so uh, yes. Yeah, so Shach thought that as long as you don't go through the uh, through the front door. Rav Asher Weiss thought similar to Rav Willig as well, that as long as it's not during church hours, he's allowed to go meet with the priest. I wish everyone a wonderful Shabbos. Next week, I'm going to be in Eretz Shol, Hashem. Hopefully at this time, I'll be get, well, hopefully at this time, I'll be on the plane, but, uh, you know, this time, Israel time, I'll be giving a share in Ramat Beit Shemesh. Um, but, uh, yeah, and the week after, I think I might have a chasna. So stay tuned. We'll, we'll put it on the WhatsApp chat.